This is the MDRT Podcast. A practice can't run smoothly if the team doesn't communicate well, or if clients don't know what to expect. During a Zoom conversation in June 2021, Carla Brown, Chester, England. Matt Duffy, Murfreesboro, Illinois. Shared how they have established clarity and comfort in these issues and the consistency that results. We've done as a team is sort of personality profiling of our our team members, looking at how they like to be communicated with, because it took me a while to realise, but not everybody communicates the same way that I do, and I can be a little bit direct sometimes. And so understanding how other people like to be communicated with has been a real eye-opener for me and the leadership team in the business. So we know how to get the best out of those people how to motivate them, how to speak to them, how to communicate them, what's the best time of day to communicate with them. And it's really made us work together more cohesively as a team and we all understand each other better. Yeah, that's good stuff. We've done some of that in the past. And again, it's one of those things that it probably works so well we we stopped doing it. And I still have that file with those links on my desk. But no, I don't really think there's anything extraordinary we're doing here. We try to create that consistency in, in a slideshow that I built. I had the McDonald's logo in it that, you know, when you walk into a McDonald's, if it's in London, England, Murfreesboro, Illinois, or Beijing, China, the Big Mac's going to taste like a Big Mac. And that's what we want in this office. We want every single time somebody walks in for them to have that exact same experience so they can tell their friends about it. They know what to expect. Everybody in the office knows what those experiences are. We know they know that, you know, that's our goal. So we're not doing anything extraordinary. We just try to do the same thing all the time and always try to make it a little better. That consistency is so important, isn't it? It's knowing that you can rely on your team to deliver that consistently when you're not there and that they know what's expected and the client will know what to expect when they arrive. I think that's fantastic. Carla, can you share an example of what happens when you don't understand how people want to be communicated with? We had a situation quite recently where we have two team members who have very different personalities and very different learning styles. One takes notes and one doesn't. And so the person who takes a lot of notes was trying to train the other person how to do something. And the other person wasn't writing anything down. And it ended up with the person who is a note taker just blowing up and it ended up as a blazing row in the office. It was incredibly unprofessional. We had to have a word with them afterwards saying, you're not listening. Why aren't you writing this down? You're not paying attention. Well, she was paying attention and she could recite it all perfectly. It's just that she had a different learning style. And so we had to have a conversation with with both members of staff ultimately and just say, look, you've got to understand that not everybody works the same way that you do. And we've communicated this to the team. So just be aware of perhaps somebody doesn't learn the same way that you do. Perhaps somebody doesn't need to write things down all the time or some people might need telling things twice. We're all different. We all learn differently. But yeah, it can have disastrous consequences when it doesn't go right. (laughs) We're all concerned in the office at that time. Do you feel like that's resolved now? Yeah, I think it's still a work in progress. I mean, it was quite recent. So I think there's still a bit of work to do there, but we're definitely on the right tracks now. There's more of an understanding, I think, about that. And the people involved particularly are making more of an effort to understand how the other person works and how they communicate. We are all different. I prefer to send emails. I prefer to send a message on Teams. Other people will prefer to pick up the phone. Um, to me, I find it irritating if somebody rings me because I might not want to answer it at that point. <laughs> Whereas an email or a message, I can respond to at my own, you know, my own leisure. So you know, we all communicate differently. Matt, about your McDonald's example, what does that mean to you? Can you attach any stories to what that consistency means to you and your practice? 
the office is always very professional looking. The fridge is always stocked. The receptionist always has the exact same, you know, handy to the clipboard. I mean, it's just, there are never any surprises when someone walks into our office. Yeah, not ever. And that's the way we want it because I want our clients to, when they refer us, I want them to tell their friends and family about the experience, not just that they save money on their insurance. You know, I want them to tell them about the, the good experience they had when they were here. So we have those systems in place that's the same every time. We're always tweaking it, but not anything extraordinary, but we try to improve on it daily. Talking about the staff members not getting along. So in this interview process, trying to fill this position, we decided here that the personality fit is more important on the scale than experience or skill level because we right now everybody in this office we get along awesome everybody is on the same page everybody throws a little humor out every day but we interviewed one gal that was highly qualified probably would have absolutely killed it in the position but all all the staff members got the exact same vibe from the personality perspective of it and we checked her off the list because of that even though she had every possible skill needed for the job she was not going to fit in. And that cohesion in the office is so important because I've been in offices when it was tense all the time and it's not any fun. So that's how I feel about that. You're right there, Matt. That keeping that culture is so important and keeping things on an even keel because it's not nice for anybody if you work in an office where there's friction or there's tension. You know, you want to go to work and you want to you know, you want to have a nice time, you want to enjoy your day while you're there, it shouldn't be a chore. So as with Matt, when we take people on, it's looking for that culture, people who will fit into our culture, which I think is key. What raised the red flag, Matt? It just, I uh, really got the feeling that, and I don't know specifically, but and everybody else felt the same way, that this person would want to be the boss of the office, not any of the staff, not any of the producers. I don't ever tell me that I'm the boss, because I'm not. It's a team we all work together. We're all trying to get to the same place. And she's put that vibe in her current position. She is a boss. And she really put that vibe out there. It was, a, it was a big turnoff. That's the end of this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on SoundCloud and Spotify at MDRT Podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.